XFM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, bang, bang. Here we go. Grant? Good morning. How was the weekend? I was pretty good. We went to the Bountiful, I think it's the Farmer's Market? Bountiful is the one on the, the big one on the south side? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. We went um, to the museum. Yeah, I saw that. Some yeah. pictures you went on Saturday. Yeah. We went to the uh, uh, to Farmer's Market because we had to hook up with Henry from Chef Mall. Okay. Um, the Jamaican guy? Yeah, I know there's a good so, Jamaican place at that Farmer's Market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the one that Keen was telling us about. And um, I got us hooked up for Friday for he's going to get us we're having a little Jamaican night. Yeah, we didn't birthday. get to we didn't get to go to Sandals um this year so I thought yeah. we would do like a Jamaican thing. So, you got to dress up too. Oh yeah, I'll put a Hawaiian shirt on for yeah. Jamaican night. <laughs> He's got a whole costume. He's telling me. Of about. course, yeah. He's, he's got shoes, everything. He's going to be showing up in sandals. And- <laughs> the locker room on Nutty Five Seven Cruise FM. We're calling Ray Roth. Who's got next pod? Our football guy. Hello. How you doing, Ray? Good. How you doing? Good. You got caught up in the Army Chris vortex this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I love Army Chris. He's such a solid guy. Could he last more than a weekend, though? Oh, yeah, I could last. I could last a month with him. At I that think pace? Else couldn't, they couldn't keep up with us. They couldn't <laughs> keep up with us. <laughs> we always worry about people being introduced to Army Chris because that's not a just a weekend where he turns it up like that. That's a Monday, Tuesday, it's happy days. Yeah, <laughs> I understand that, but I'm an Italian German, so. <laughs> You know, we started learning how to drink when we were five, right? So now I'm good. I'm uh, good. I can hang up. I can hang. You're good. My phone's ringing at ten o'clock on Friday. <laughs> uh, they're yeah, in a car, yeah, on their way to some bar. So this weekend, kind of crazy for for football. Yes. What's your takeaways? Well, my takeaways is if. Tampa Bay wins tonight. Some friends of ours are going to win a lot of money because I hit every game this weekend, including Jacksonville. Um, my takeaway is that Brandon Staley of the uh, Chargers needs to be fired because you didn't have your probably what I think is the best receiver. Most people would say your second best receiver, Mike Williams. You had him out with a fractured back because you decided to play him in a meaningless game last week uh, when it did nothing for the standings. Uh, I think that Baltimore, I don't know how they can look at Lamar Jackson and think he's a franchise quarterback when he never seems to be there for the big games when they need him the most. Yeah. Uh, the, somebody forgot to tell the Buffalo Bills they were supposed to blow out the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> that was my biggest takeaway of that game. Um, and then, you know what, I know that Jacksonville did the big comeback, um, and I, I did. I chose them to win, so I, I look smart on paper, but, you know, originally I didn't. But I like Jacksonville. I like Peterson, the coach, we saw what he did with the Eagles when they were the big underdogs and they came all the way and beat uh, beat the Patriots with Nick Foles as their quarterback. So I really like the way this whole weekend shook out. The, my only concern is, is tonight, and I hate Monday night playoff games. I don't like that the NFL did this. Um, 
I took Tampa to win on my parlay, and I need to hit it tonight to win some big money. But, you know, because the Dallas Cowboys, they're like the Toronto Maple Leafs of the NFL when it comes to the playoffs. <laughs> so, really, you're calling uh, you're calling a win for, for Tom Brady. Wow. Okay. And you know what? I know he's had an offseason, boys, but how can you bet against Tom Brady in the playoffs? Yeah. You just, it's, it's, even, I, you know what? I just I can't do it. Should I be concerned about my bills? Uh, no, no. Um, if you watched every game that Buffalo Miami played this season, they were always these crazy games. Actually, Miami yeah. beat them the first time around. I know. I lost uh, we, some money to Grant. <laughs> <laughs> and we call that Miami's Week 3 Super Bowl win, right? Because they never shut up about it after they beat them. But... Uh, <laughs> But no, I, it just happens. And there was yesterday's game was with a lot of circumstance, and I was I rewatched it last night when I could really just take it in. And when you look at the game when it was seventeen to six in the in the uh, first, second quarter, sorry, with like a minute and a half left. Yeah. What transpired there is actually what dictated the rest of this game. Josh Allen completes a pass. I think it was like 45, 50 yards downfield to Shakir. It looks like they're going to pick up the ball in Miami territory around the 20-yard line. Goes to review. Shakir dropped the ball, and it gets and, it, and the ball touched the ground. So now it's a punt. So it goes from like a 45-yard gain to a punt. Then Waddle returns the ball right into Buffalo territory yeah. on that great punt return. Then it becomes 17-9 to keep him out of the touchdown. Or, you know, and then... And then they give the ball back. Uh, Beasley drops or bounces out of his hands, and it turns into an interception. That ties up the game at 17. If you erase those two plays, you're probably going into the half down 24-6, to and the game's over, yeah. and we don't see what happens in the second half. Um, what I really loved about Buffalo, because it was driving me nuts in the first half, but then I saw it come to play in the second half, and it's why I'm not quite smart enough to be an NFL coach. Josh Allen in the first half seemed to be going for the home run ball every single play, and it was driving me crazy. I said, just get the first down. Why are you going deep downfield? In the second half, it paid off. Miami went into cover one, and they just absolutely dropped everybody back, and Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills just hit them underneath yeah, over man. and over and over again. So I thought the, a brilliant, brilliant offensive strategy by the Bills. Still very too close for my liking. That was, that was <laughs> well, a hard one If to the watch. Dolphins had better clock management, I think they're winning that one. Cause... You're right. Because the, yeah. the, at the end of the game there, in that fourth quarter, they had to call a couple of timeouts they shouldn't have had well, to call. it was fourth and one, and they let the play clock run out. And they got a couple of penalties. Yeah. Dude, Dolphins could have won that game. They had it in their grasp. If that kid had, I don't know, maybe one year under his belt, Skyler Thompson or something like that, I, I think yep. I think he would have pulled out a win. So, but and I'm saying this for real, and not as a Buffalo Bills fan. I'm a New England Patriots fan, so I was, I was, you know, cheering for an earthquake yesterday. Like I wasn't, I, I didn't want either team to win. But there's a lot of woulda, shoulda, coulda's there. And I go back to my first analysis: if Secure doesn't drop the ball, the Buffalo Bills don't punt. It's twenty-four to six. Yeah. If Cole Beasley doesn't bounce the ball off his hands, it's probably at yeah. the very least. 20 to 9, not 17 to 17. So, you know, there's a lot. Football is a game of what have, should have, could have. And in the NFL, for real, if you watch, um, the, the games really come down to about six plays. 
you know, uh, an interception, uh, a missed tackle, yeah. an extra, you know, an extra yard, and those six or seven plays dictate a game. So I understand it. Yes, you're right. They could have won. Clock management hurt them. But I could make the same argument with Buffalo down the line that the game should have been a blowout and Buff- or Miami never should have been in it and Buffalo shot themselves in the foot. So I totally get it, but I think it balances itself out and works both ways. But now they got Cincinnati. Right? Yeah, and, yeah. And- there's no room for error here with this next matchup. So, no, and then, and then you have everything else around it. Those are the two teams that were on the field when Hamlin collapsed. Um, you know, it's like they meet again, and I think there's going to be a lot of emotion going into that game for mm-hmm. both teams. Yep, and it's and you're going. You got probably the two best quarterbacks, or at least you know. Two of the three best quarterbacks in the NFL going at it. I mean, as a neutral observer in this game, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, it should be a good one. Listen, we'll keep in touch through the uh, playoffs here, my friend. Perfect. Thanks, fellas. Take care, Ray. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay, a couple of things before we get going. I know you have to be careful with stereotypes, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, stereotypes kind of exist for a reason. For, yeah, there's usually a reason that, you know, some of these exist. And I don't know why this is the case with this particular vehicle, but generally speaking, if I have um, some sort of a conflict or an encounter on the roads with somebody, with an aggressive driver, quite often, it is somebody in a black Dodge Ram truck. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but it, it maybe it's me. I think I've it's seen also it too. a very popular truck. Like it's yeah. one of the more inexpensive mm-hmm. trucks, nice truck. So there's a lot of them on the roads. So maybe it's a case of, you know, when you buy a vehicle, you start seeing that vehicle everywhere. Yeah. It's like once you realize this, then all of a sudden you start noticing it more. Who knows? It's a, some, it's a it's a thing though. It is a thing. Yeah. And and if you go to my Twitter, I tweeted it yesterday. There's nobody disagreeing with it. And no. it's been commented on a hundred times. It's been liked a couple of hundred times. It it's a thing. It it, it is. And in the last week I've had three run ins on the road, and all three times it was with a guy in a black Dodge Ram truck. I was mm-hmm. out to pick up that. I told you guys I was going to buy that propane, the fire table right, yeah. for my loft patio. And um, so I was up by Fort Road and I was coming through that. Um, this was the last encounter. Yeah. There was another one when I was getting on to the Hyundai last week. But this this was in the, uh, in the uh, construction area around Fort Road. So I slow down. I'm not familiar with this area. I don't drive there very often, but I'm going the speed limit, which is 40K. This guy screams up to me, black Dodge Ram truck. Yeah. And he's literally six inches away from my bumper. He's right on you. Right on me. And followed me all the way through. And you could just, you could feel this. You Get going. Feel his Get tension. going. Yeah. Get going. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm driving in a construction zone yeah. and I'm doing the speed limit 40. I've got my, I've got something in the back I that's not tied down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm just, there's probably a reason why I'm doing the speed limit. Yeah. Jerry, <laughs> relax. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, one of the comments on the tweet yesterday was, it might make an interesting conversation. 
You got some of the comments there before so, we get into this. Yeah, thing? your tweet was, do you have to be an asshole to buy a black Dodge Ram or do you become <laughs> one after you buy it? And uh, so the comments was, mine's blue and my wife still calls me an asshole from JT the roofer. Uh, Brian said, depends how many battered Canadian flags on hockey sticks are attached to it. Nikki said, when you buy a Dodge Ram, they make you take a training course. If you let someone in while they're trying to merge or fail the tailgate or even attempt to sing signal, uh, they revoke your truck. Uh, Wendy says it's an add-on accessory, and uh, Dirk said it was an instant. I could sense the asshole slowly emerging. By month three, I was total asshole. It started infiltrating other parts of my life. I was tailgating other shopping carts at Sobeys. I knew it had gone too far when I purchased Oakley sunglasses. So this this could be a conversation. Are you a stereotypical driver of the vehicle that you drive, Yeah. right? Because there are things about cars on the road where you just automatically assume that the person behind the wheel has these type of tendencies or whatever it is yeah so are you that guy you can text us 780-989-0957 or that girl right maybe you're a typical female driver of the vehicle you drive I got a Subaru. I'm outdoorsy. <laughs> Very, yeah. yeah. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Good morning, Cruise. Yes, uh, I'd just like to comment on those idiots that drive the Dodge trucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they suffer from the inadequate genitalia uh, syndrome. Is that, so, is that part of it? It's a different way of saying it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it is. And uh, I've had an encounter with uh, especially the ones that have the... Uh, 10 feet tall trucks. Well, I'm exaggerating that. But the jacked up ones, yeah. yeah. What's your name? Yeah, My name's David. David, prof- what do you drive? Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let's see if we can guess what David drives. Do you drive a GMC Sierra? No, I do not. Uh, actually, uh, you're, way, you're way off. Okay, what I do you drive? I drive 2006 Ford Escape, probably one of the best cars I've ever had. So. <laughs> and I did have pickups before. So. Okay, all right, brother. Thanks for the call. Hey, thanks, buddy. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. If you're ever trying to text the show or call us, the number is one and the same, 780-989-0957. Getting into a conversation this morning about uh, what you drive and whether or not you match the personality of the perceived image of your vehicle. Uh, Christy said, I'm a chick in a truck. She didn't say if it was a Ram or not. And you best believe if you are not doing the speed limit or you're in a passing lane not passing, I am on your ass. I've also noticed that women are less likely, and again, this is just my observation. I could be wrong. Less likely to let you in. If (laughs) If you need to get into a lane and somebody is boxing you out, she, uh, she might have makeup on. She drives a Chevy Colorado. Uh, got this text. Uh, no name on it. We're getting into it this morning. I uh, got a lifted truck and a big wiener, so no, I'm not the stereotype. <laughs> Ask him if they're an asshole, though. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Again, our text line, phone number 780-989-0957. I had a couple of run-ins in the last week with uh, guys in black Dodge. And listen, I know that not everybody that drives a black Dodge Ram truck is an a-hole. It just, it's odd to me that whenever I, if somebody tailgates me, it's usually a guy. And we say it might be the volume of them on the roads. 
You know, there's a lot of them out there. Yeah. Who I, knows what it is? Not a lot of people disagreeing with that that uh, that stereotype, though, no. this morning. And uh, we are taking some texts on other stereotypes for versus cars you drive. Um, yeah, we had um, Jason here saying he's found for the last 10 years, nine, 9 out of 10 people he's yelling at, laying on the horn, or giving the finger to all drive a Volkswagen Passat. <laughs> No matter what the color, just the color doesn't, doesn't matter. Just doesn't matter yet. Uh, Audis, I I noticed uh, when I made this, t- like I put this tweet out yesterday. A lot of people brought up BMW drivers, yeah, BMWs for sure, um, and Audi drivers. Apparently, um, on the I, roads. I think I think BMW drivers. Usually middle aged men, yeah, or uh, wearing or a, a woman, suit or, or a woman, but well to do, yeah, yeah wearing and, a suit like a. But Audi drivers downtown. are aggressive too. Mm-hmm. I, I find as well, generally speaking. Yeah, uh, Scott drives a Hyundai Elantra. Okay, and he says we think we own the road because there's so many of us out there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. You're in the locker room on ninety five seven Cruise FM. Good morning, Cruise. What's your name? Doug. Doug, and you're calling about the Dodge Ram. Yes. So for years, my wife and I have noticed this, the big Dodge trucks. Yeah. And the guys drive them like total dinks. Yeah. So we coined the term did. Okay. Dink what it, in a Dodge. Dink in a Dodge. <laughs> dink in a Dodge. And my wife goes, but what if it's a girl driving it? And I'm like, oh, that works out too. in a Dodge. <laughs> 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 All right, what do you drive, Doug? Uh, what I drive, actually, I drive a jacked-up Toyota Tundra, and my oh. wife drives a Grand Cherokee. Okay, are you guys stereotypical drivers of your vehicles? Not our vehicles, but my Harleys and my muscle car, yes, I am. Okay, all right, Doug. Thanks for the call, brother. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Sunday, February 12th. We've been doing a uh, Super Bowl party at uh, Kelly's Pop downtown. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it's a good spot. It's a fun place to watch a game. It's on uh, 104th Street there, close yeah. to Rogers. Uh, good atmosphere, good food, good drinks. So, we there celebrating yeah. the Super Bowl. We'll be chatting with Kelly soon. We'll find out more details because I have a feeling we'll be giving away some spots to join us that day on the Sunday. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah. I would recommend if, I mean, we didn't talk about this. If they're taking reservations to try to get one, because it is limited seating there. Yeah, it's a smaller yeah. it's a smaller venue. We're going to pack it for sure. Yeah. Um, I've had a couple of people ask, because we teased the fact that we were going to be doing the Super Bowl thing announcement today, where we're going to be. And uh, a couple of people reached out and asked if we were going to be playing the game that we're not allowed to talk about. Yeah. And uh, yes, we will be playing the game that we're not allowed to we'll talk about. We'll be bringing about. all our tools and for, for cash and prizes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So if you're looking for a place to party for Super Bowl, maybe do it with the locker room. Kelly's Pub, Sunday, February 12th. Um, when we do chat with Kelly, we'll find out what kind of specials and, and things like that are happening that day as well. All right. The locker room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drink with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Are you feeling a little down today? Maybe a little. Meh. Whatever. Well, that might be because today is actually Blue Monday. 
And unfortunately, the only way to make yourself feel better today is to book a trip using a travel agent. (laughs) That's why travel companies created Blue Monday, to make you sad so that you can use them to spend your money and book a trip to feel better. It's actually, it's pretty kind of them. All they're doing is pointing out to you how sad you really are so they can help you. I bet you didn't even realize how sad you were today until now, did you? And now you're like, oh, I could use a trip somewhere warm. Swim up bar. Mm, That sounds nice. More businesses need to start doing this. Imagine if you answered the phone and it was the bartender from your local pub. Hey there, just letting you know you're probably thirsty right now. You know, I could go for a cold beer right now. (laughs) More businesses need to be doing this. Hey, Jimmy, it's Harvey's. You probably want a burger and some fried pickles right now, don't you? Hey, Locke, it's the Costco liquor store. That 48-pack's a little low after the weekend, hey? It is. It works every single time. So happy Blue Monday. I've heard you can travel cheap to some parts of Mexico right now, if you're interested. (laughs) The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise page. Make yourself feel better today with some locker room underwear. Exclusively available through our merch page. Text now for the link to shop. Canadians are apparently stealing from grocery stores. And the reason we know about this is because they're doing it and then they're posting about it on their social media talking about it on social media um so yeah it, like stealing in the last year from grocery stores at a rate um they've never seen before so the average uh retail store in canada like grocery store can have between two thousand five thousand dollars worth of groceries stolen per week is what they're saying how much again between two to five thousand dollars worth of groceries stolen per week per week is what they're saying yeah Unbelievable. Yeah. All right. Let's well, go. Let's go around the horn. Have you ever stole anything? No. I I don't think I could. I never have either. Especially from a grocery store, I'd be like, they're watching me. They're on to me. I wouldn't be able to go back there. Pretty quiet no. over there, Jimmy. No, the only time <laughs> I did was when we did the uh, Breaking Jimmy where you made me go to that bulk oh, bin. Oh, that doesn't count. Yeah, you had to grab and, some and things. The bulk bins the bulk. don't count. Everyone grabs a handful of nuts. <laughs> it does count. See, probably as like, because my parents own grocery stores too, I'm, I'm like... Maybe a little more sensitive. More sensitive to even like when you see people eating grapes and stuff. I'm like, but I wasn't but that's even small grocery stores compared to like you know the large I, ones where I wasn't even a thief when I was a kid. Like you know how like some kids will have yeah, like they'll go steal a it. chocolate. Like I never did I, any of that. I, I remember there's this one clothing store everyone used to steal from, and I was like, no, how could you? Like they, it was an upstairs separate part. They're like you just put it in your under your jacket or whatever, and you walk right out. Yeah. How? How could you do that? I, the grocery store I worked at in Vancouver when I was going to school was downtown IGA. Got robbed constantly. Constantly. There was like fights at the front where they were tackling guys. We had to lock up the blocks of cheese because people would come in and steal they the big security? blocks of cheese. Um, there was security, but they didn't have any security guards there. But they had like, you had, if you wanted a block of cheese, you had to come ask a staff member to unlock it. And you'd get a block of cheese because those are like 60 bucks a thing. And what would happen is homeless would come in, steal that block of cheese, and, and go then sell it, yeah. sell it to a, like a corner store down the road yeah. who would resell it. Meat was a big one. People were always trying to 
put stakes Me, under their jacket. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jimmy's neighborhood, he lives in the hood. He lives just yeah. off of Stony Plain Road. And they actually, 7-Eleven shut um, a store down because uh, the, the one right the on the corner was so bad that they said, we give up. I think that one downtown closed down for the same reason. Yeah. The one kind of by the pints there. Um, there was a 7-Eleven there, and I remember reading they, they closed because of theft, too. They were like, it's just not worth it for us to be open anymore. We had a 7-Eleven when I went to school right across from the school, and mm-hmm. so we used to go, and everyone would go and grab something like a Slurpee or whatever when we were kids, right? Yeah. At lunch, and that place used to get robbed blind. Yeah. I remember the convenience what is store in our town getting like, robbed I've never understood that. Like, I don't, I don't get that. With the groceries, like, people are like, hey- they're they're robbing us. So I'm going to rob them. This year we're paying $1,000 more than we did last year for groceries. Um, they're robbing us, so food is a necessity. See old uh, steel bread to feed your family. Is it a, th- is it a crime? Is it what people are going? Yeah. A couple- I'm not paying for that pork tenderloin. <laughs> Putting it in my pants. A couple of years ago, I was... Uh, I accidentally shoplifted, like I was, I had, this didn't have a good. basket, and and I dropped the thing of mustard, and I stuck it in my pocket, and then I got home and realized that it was still in my pocket. Okay. I walked all the way back to the grocery store and to said, pay for it. and said, hey, I, I'm sorry, I wouldn't have been able to use the mustard. It would have, like, <laughs> would have tainted like, yeah, your like I have, I have an extreme conscience when it comes to, like, I, I'll dwell on it, and I'll, I'll never be able to. Like you know what I mean? Some people though they just they have no problem. Like they can, yeah, they're like stick it to the man. Yeah, you need food to survive. People are starving. I'm gonna steal mine. If I was starving, I think I'd be able to wrap my head around the idea that, um, you know that that was some that was an option for me, mm-hmm. right? I th- I think if I was that hard up and I you know we just got this text. Walmart is fair game. They don't have any people at the checkout anymore, so. I slip something into my bag. <laughs> That's awful. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Who, who's, who's that text? Did you just mention, Jimmy? Curtis. Curtis. Read that, Grant. He said, if the clerk forgets to ring something through and you don't say anything, is that stealing? I mean, <sighs> yes, I guess. I remember I, I gave somebody... Uh, a five dollar bill or something. I, I don't remember the specifics. It was at a Tim Hortons drive through. And uh I paid cash and the clerk handed me back like a twenty and like a, a Oh yeah. And I'm sitting there going, What what did you just do? Like hold on. So and I, I remember giving the money back going, You need to start from scratch again. How much mm-hmm. was my bill? And I gave all the money back. I said, I gave you a five. Yeah. And you should be giving me like two bucks and fifty cents back or something, right? My coffee's two fifty. Give me two fifty back. And uh, they were looking at me. Their their eyes are like this wide, right? Clearly, somebody that should not have been working at the drive-through. Um, and I'm hoping that that individual didn't last long, <laughs> right? Probably happened more than once. But I mean, I could have driven away. But I know, I know, I'm kind of like Jimmy. Mm-hmm. If I would have pocketed that extra, I think the guy that he might have thought I gave him a fifty or something, whatever the case was, yeah. I would not have been able to. As dumb as he is, I should have been taking advantage of him, right? <laughs> yeah. But I couldn't do it. I, I wouldn't be able to, to do it. I, 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 I can't. I, and I, again, it's a wiring. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Because the thing is, though, is that person that... I will be honest, though, if I if I just grabbed the cash, thrown it on the thing, not really thought about it, and drove away, I don't know if I would have gone back. Yeah. You're not going to make a trip back and then try to explain it to somebody and then... I would because I was stuck that way when well, I was you working. would, and then you would have given him a 25% tip. Yeah. Here, actually, I'll <laughs> no, give you more money I was, back. Like, when I was working at my parents' shop... I'd sometimes screw up. Oh, and, really? And, Weird. And, Shocking. Not you. And, you know, give them their change and their money back. Not you. That's the most surprising thing I think I've heard all day. <laughs> okay, you got to read that text before we get into Midget the Moose. So, <laughs> I don't uh, know if I'm proud of this or disgusted. This guy says, he put his name on it, so I guess we'd say he's Telus John. He said, I didn't scan a $70 camp stove. I didn't end up needing it, so I returned it and got a $70 gift card <laughs> because I had no receipt. <laughs> Bonus. Uh, again, like I said, I don't know if, if I'm disgusted or proud of him. <laughs> I couldn't do that. It's kind of like people doing that at uh, Costco. Remember, I was trying to get the wife to... Hey, let's just buy a Margaritaville for the weekend and then return it. And oh, I've, I've, I've heard of it. it. We couldn't do it. I've heard of that. Three, two, the locker rooms. Midget at the movies. I shall call him Minnie. It's like Minnie at the movies, but shorter. All right, we were tying into Jeremy Piven. Yeah. All right, what movie did you watch? Very bad things. Hey, eat my... This doesn't help. You ever touch my minivan again. You are going to be very sorry, brother. <laughs> what a disturbing movie. It's, it's bad. It It's horrible. Like, just... So you didn't enjoy it at all? I've never seen it. It... it w- <sighs> What's the best way to describe it? It would keep you on edge. It's dark humor, right? So. Oh, I don't even know if it's humor. Well, that's how they describe it. It's a black comedy. It's a very black yeah. comedy then, yeah. Like, it went from uh, killing the stripper, and then it just got worse from there. Like, it, <laughs> it, like all the way through the movie, I was like, what the hell? Like, yeah. It was... I watched it when it came out, like, and then the 100 years ago. And then the ending just had me, uh, like, I was... I'm trying to remember the ending now. Can we say it? I mean, it's an old movie. They got caught, didn't they? They were legless in the backyard, and then the and then the wife was That's crying right. in the street. They had no legs, and they were just flopping around in the backyard. So it's sort of a movie where it just somebody got escalated. Right? Yeah, it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, we're doing a six degrees of separation with Midget at the movies. So we started with Kevin Bacon's Animal House. Um, and then that was his first movie that he was in. Mm-hmm. Then Mark Metcalf from that movie in One Crazy Summer um, to Jeremy Piven to Very Bad Things. And you want to tie into Christian Slater. Because there's quite a few Christian Slater movies I haven't seen. Grant, do a quick Google on Christian Slater movies. What was the one with the, the jukebox uh, and, uh, and, the, and, the, and the trench coat? He's was kind that, of famous was for that. Was that Christian Slater? I thought that was... Uh... Um, what's his name from the other movies? You John Cusack. So, Am I mixing yeah, up John, Christian Slater John and John Cusack? Cusack? Wasn't it? 
John Cusack, uh, no, sorry, uh, Christian Slater was in a radio movie where he's a radio guy. That's the one I'm thinking of. uh, Pump up the volume, but I was also thinking of Say Anything. True Romance, of course. Yeah, I that's probably his, watch that. his biggest role, but I would have made you watch that. That's yeah, one of my you made me movies. watch that. At, uh, I love Christian Slater. What else is he in? You know what the thing about Christian Slater? The new Willow series. is. I remember looking him up because I liked uh, Mr. Robot, and I was like, hey, it's not in as many movies as I thought he was. Wind Talkers he's in with Nicolas Cage. It's um, a World War II movie. In True Romance, Interview with a Vampire. Hard, oh, that's right. He was in that. Hard Rain. That's an awful movie with Morgan Freeman. Uh, he was in the Robin Hood, Kevin Costner. Um, the Wizard. Remember The Wizard? No. With uh, the Princess Bride kid. Oh, that annoying kid from the Princess Bride. You yeah. made me watch that. I've watched that for Midget, I think. Really? Fred okay. Savage. I don't remember that one he's at all. He's in that. No? That was a kind of a kid's one. Uh, the Contender. Bobby. Yeah, like there's not. Have you seen Pump Up the Volume? No, I was looking at it and I haven't. No. Well, that's kind of one of his big like '90s classics. Christian yeah. Slater, Broken Arrow with John Travolta. Oh, that's right. He was in that one. That was yeah. like. I'm trying to remember who directed that one. That was kind of a bit of a flop, wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't I think a, so. Yeah, yeah, that was I kind think, of the end I of think that. That was like a Bruckheimer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, let's do Pump Up the Volume. Pump Up the Volume, that's a good one. I don't mind that. that that's, a, that's actually a good movie. So we've gone from Jeremy Piven, Very Bad Things. Christian Slater played a big role in that one. So we'll go into uh, Pump Up the Volume for your next one. And from there, I'm sure we could do Seth Green. Seth Green. <laughs> He's in that one. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay, last hour we were talking about... How Canadians have been stealing from grocery stores. And the reason why we know that this is an uptick in uh, activity is because people aren't shy about it. They're sharing it on their social media. Yeah. Look, I just stole the pork tenderloin. <laughs> of laws. We got this. To, and then we were talking about returning stuff and, and whatever. And we got this text. Don't I, use his name. I won't. They, I don't think they care, though, either. Uh, they said, I used to dump front-end garbage bins while I lived in Red Deer. I had Canadian Tire on my run. What people return to the store, they just toss in the in the dumpster. So I would scavenge after I dumped. He would go through what he had in there uh-huh. and then return it back to the store and get store credit. So somebody's already returned it to Canadian Tire. It's been in the dumpster. It, they throw it out. He grabs it and returns it again for a second time. And probably a third, it probably just keeps a cycle. Because they just keep tossing it. He keeps grabbing it. Yeah, but you can't keep going back to the same Canadian tire with the same toaster on it. <laughs> at some point. At some point, somebody might catch on. Oh, that's awful, people. I'm disappointed in all of you. We're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. You know what's the most surprising thing about this article that I read? Yeah. About why are Canadian cell phone bills higher than other countries? It was a CBC publication. Okay. Which surprised the hell out of me. Because um, Trudeau p- controls what they say. <laughs> Doesn't he control what we say, too? So I think it's it goes without saying that 
Canada play, pays higher for our cell phone bills than than most countries. Like we're one of the worst countries in the world for what we pay pay for telecommunication. And they always say it's because of our we don't have any people and our land is so spread out. It's crap. That's what when, they always say. When you compare it to um and they also say uh because they had to pay for the infrastructure, yeah. which is also crap because the government paid for that. Our tax dollars paid for the infrastructure of the cell phone communication um in this country. Billions and billions of dollars came out of our tax dollars to put that up there. Mm-hmm. They like to wave that flag because if you don't dig deep enough into it, it might be something to go, oh, okay, yeah, we're spread out. It's, it makes sense. It's when gonna, you, you're you're like, have to oh, put up more cell phone companies. Not that many people. It's a big land mass. Australia's cell phone bills, and I I might have this wrong, mm-hmm. are um, half of what we pay in Canada, and they mm-hmm. have very similar population and structure. Um, it, it's What has happened... Actually, they got less people in Australia. I didn't know that. What has happened with... The cell phone bills in this country is they have uh, government has created, and this isn't just the cell phone companies, many sectors um, has created very little competition and provided an environment for the, there's always, there's a conversation always about the big three. Mm-hmm. You can have the exact same conversation in the grocery business. So what they've done is they have created an environment where there's no competition. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's the the essence of the problem. Because every once in a while, like a cell phone company will start up, and they'll be like, "We're offering twenty five dollar plans," and then everyone offers that plan, and you're like, "Hold on, you could have been doing this the whole time." And then eventually they buy out that company and jack up the price. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, because well, also the way it's set up, and you know what? If you want the article, I'll send it to Jimmy. Actually, Jimmy, you got it. It's in the prep. Jimmy can send you a link to the article. It gives you a good rundown as to why we're grabbing our ankles every month for these bills. But um, there's some interesting breakdown of prices. So Canada's cost per gigabyte is seven times more expensive than Australia, twenty five more times more expensive than Ireland and France, and a thousand times more than Finland. Yeah, and then they did like. For example, scrolling Instagram for five minutes costs you half a cent in France. In Canada, it costs 20 cents. Downloading a half-hour show from YouTube is eight cents in Ireland, a dollar three in Canada. Downloading a season of a Netflix show is a dollar sixty in Australia and ten dollars in Canada. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous what we pay. It is. And the problem is, is we can have this conversation and nothing will ever happen because um, I doubt that even a change in government is going to actually influence this much. Well, yeah, it's like, what can you do? We will get to a point, though, where it'll become so egregious and we're getting there because... Greed doesn't, like, they don't just go, hmm, you know what, everybody, we've been a little too greedy. Let's (laughs) give everybody a break. That never happens. So we will get to a point where we're literally writing placards and we're protesting on the streets over this this kind of stuff, right? Uh, Well, the big, I mean, huge corporations, their goal is to make more money every time they do their books, right? Yeah. Every quarter, you have to have profits. Yeah. So the where one does that thi- come from? The one thing that I will say, and this is something that I think is worth saying out loud, because every once in a while, you'll get a startup, right? Mm-hmm. That will, they'll, they'll provide an opportunity for you to save money. If you hear about it and you can jump ship, 
that that helps mm-hmm. because then you are creating you start to scare them a little bit yeah. right um it, it, because the only way that and i've said this before the only way we're ever going to see change you can jump up and down you can phone the complaint line you can yell at them all you want the only way we're going to see change is when you start to impact their bottom line right and mm-hmm. if that starts to happen that's when real change happens when money starts to leak out of their right yeah. Out of their bottom line, that's when they go, oh, okay, we got to do something. We need to make an adjustment here. Um, up until that point, they don't care how loud everybody is. No. But, right? They don't care about Twitter. They don't care about a radio you're tweeting program. from your phone that you're yeah. overpaying for. Like, didn't yeah. they, like a couple years ago or a year ago, like the CRTC make some rule changes? And that didn't really affect too much because then... Uh, yeah, that, the, I remember those changes and they were supposed to... It was actually a promise of our current leadership um, federally to to uh, regulate, to bring the costs down. And then and they and just the changed loopholes to get yeah, around it. The changes they made did nothing. Yep. And it again, really is Blue Monday, Back to the theme of the show. <laughs> <laughs> we're all screwed. Politicians are lying to us. <laughs> Stay angry, everybody. Get a shirt. <laughs> locker room merch page. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So a couple of things um, I watched on the weekend that I thought I would mention. Uh, I finally got to the the patient, the one with oh, Steve yeah. Corral. I was telling you about the Steve Corral show. On Disney? I almost watched the whole thing. They're short episodes. It's only one season, right? Mm-hmm. One season. They're like 20, 30-minute episodes. And uh, I think we said last week that it might be on something other than what it what uh, what it was. Like, did you say... Did I say it was on Apple? Yeah, but then we corrected it and said Disney. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, people, if you are looking for that, it's... Um, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen anything like it before. Yeah. I don't know what I think. The premise is Steve Carell's a therapist. He's kidnapped by a serial killer who's trying to change, and he holds him hostage in his basement. And yeah, it's, it's insane. It's yeah, it's crazy. It's um, I just there's well, I won't say anything. I'm just going to leave it alone. It's um, it's an interesting watch. I also watched the Bullet Train, which I hadn't seen. Okay, um, Brad Pitt with the uh, what do you call him? Uh, arm. Armpit. <laughs> Armpit. <laughs> How are you not a dad? <laughs> Such dad jokes. <laughs> that was actually pretty good. I need to watch it again because there was too much going on. Because mm-hmm. I'm not sure what was happening at all. Uh, but I was also drinking when I was watching it. That, that was like the Friday night yeah. movie. Yeah, that got in the way of uh, deciphering it. And then last night, I only watched maybe 30 minutes of it, and then I crashed. But I watched The Last of Us. I haven't seen any of it yet. Okay. It uh, debuted last night, and uh, man, I'm I'm already in. I I'm, kept I'm, seeing really good things from people on social media, like people posting like, wow, that was really good. It's yeah. really good. I think they dropped two episodes last mm-hmm. night. So you're getting, and the first one I noticed, That's what. this is why I kind of gave up because when I started watching it, it was close to my bedtime uh, and then I realized, oh, hold on, I'm not going to finish this first episode because it's an hour and a half long. Oh, like okay. The first one they dropped was really long. The thing that I, that I thought was interesting about it was, you know how they always have these dystopian sort of 
landscapes it's and a zombie all this. Show, yeah, yeah, and and it's post-apocalyptic and all this, right? And you have this idea, and you you know, in the in the uh, in the Walking Dead, and they mm-hmm. have these communities, and everyone's cheery and all that. It's not like that. No, the video game wasn't like that. It is. They're in Boston, and it's. It feels like something you would have to live with if the world was taken over by zombies. Mm-hmm. It's really well done. I, I, I was impressed. I'm excited Listen, to I'm check only, it out. I'm only 30 minutes in, um, but just a quick blush of it. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, I'm fully invested into this show. So just a couple of things. I didn't leave the house much this week. <laughs> Another moment with Dr. Locke. I was reading an article, and I think this is something that... Um, that you're going to start hearing more about. And I've actually had my chiropractor tell me this. And also dealing with him, too, with Jimmy, because mm-hmm. he's got some back issues and things like that. And I was always told that. that Because that's my biggest injuries to my back is... Sitting. Sitting. You're the first time to- I ever really hurt it bad and like I couldn't walk for a while was from sitting for four hours straight. Like sit with no back support. You got to get up and move around is what they're saying. And uh, it is so, there's so many things. That's that, why the uh, standing desks are so popular. Yeah. We were at, Co- or at, not Costco, Ikea a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And that's like the desk floor they have is all standing desks. Press a button, it raises up. You can lowers. also s- sit down. Yeah. If you want to sit, you can lower it. And also the the treadmills under the desk. Oh, I haven't seen that. You haven't seen those? So you have a standing desk, and then you can get like a miniature treadmill that you're walking on while you're working. Get out of here. Yeah. Like, I, I know someone that has the higher desks that has those big bouncy, what those big, uh, balls. you know, those big balls. That Nobody, they kinda... everybody that I see that uses the ball, though, it never lasts. It's no. all, it always seems like something, like a good idea at the beginning of it, but then they're... Then they're like throwing it out for a chair. They're like, yeah, that was dumb. Yeah, I don't think that's that's uh, that's a solution. I like the standing desk thing, mm-hmm. right? Where's your chair? Jimmy's supposed to get a new uh, scooter thing that raises up and lowers. Takes and him to the bathroom. Talks for him. He's got a flag. Yeah. <laughs> it has none see of those things. It's flames on it. It's would the raise turbo me is when you blow the, into the straw. Well, the straw <laughs> and the, the voice box it comes with, so he won't even have to talk anymore. Just, this is nerd news, James Peter White. Star Wars. How about that, a Mandalorian? That's, need, it's like an eight thousand dollar chair. There, he buying needs them. a chair though, and I'm yeah. I'm glad the company is is making an effort to try to get because Jimmy is a little person and yeah. he sits all day. Our desk is up tall, and yeah. we got tall chairs, and it's a pain in the ass for him to get on an office chair. Yeah, he's got so climbing and, and he's so, a so he, and I have no leg support or back support. Like I'm sitting on the edge of the chair. Yeah, my feet are dangling, but not touching so what, anything. We took him to the doctor and a uh, chiropractor. And the chiropractor said, "You need to get a seat where you where your feet are on something." Because so we didn't really think about it much until we went there right after work. You should see him. Well, you've seen him get off the chair. Oh, he sits a, there like this. It's terrifying. Uh, he, J- Jimmy jumping off of that seconds of pain chair is like, and when you jump to, it's I don't know, a couple feet off the ground. I'm always expecting your leg to fall off or something. 
Because it's like a, but it's, I, it's a I also cannonball. grab onto the. T- but but the you thing hit that floor. The hard. thing is, so but it's not that. It's just like everything's tight, and I have to kind of stretch it out. Like it's, I am like one the of these back. days, your knee is just gonna blow right out when you. We jump. should be trying to get like we should have an alarm in here every thirty minutes, like. Get Jimmy off his chair. Lock it out. Come five get minutes you off the chair. Off the chair. Five minutes getting back on. Well, it doesn't take you that long. No, it's just. No, it's just what if I just came over there every thirty minutes and just slapped you a few times? Like <laughs> that should work. Like, actually, yeah. That that, sh- that should <laughs> that should really work. And then while you're at it, why don't you tip the chair over while I'm in it and jump on it a couple of times? <laughs> we just got a bottle drive to buy you that new chair. There we go. And then you wouldn't have to take the bus. You could just drive in on it. To water. It isn't. It's not street legal? No. <laughs> what did the kids used to collect? Uh, the, the tabs off of pop cans. Yeah, let's do yeah, that. Yeah, they still do that. Let's do that. Yeah. What is There's like something in there. Silver or something in there. You get we money for it. Get you a damn chair. In the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So, strong possibility that we could see Vander Kane back in the lineup this week. Yeah. I was just taking a look at the uh, the schedule from the Oilers, and we got Seattle tomorrow night. We got a couple of home games, right? Um, and they are saying, when is the uh, the break? It's at the end of the month, the All-Star break. They are saying that we should probably see him back in the lineup before the uh, before the end of there's the break. A, there's a story this morning um, that he is meeting with the doctors this morning to nice. gain clearance, and he could be in the lineup uh, Thursday. A couple of top games. The yeah, so we got Seattle, and Seattle's been on a terribly. I don't, I don't think they've lost this year, uh, 2023. They may have lost one game. Um, Tampa Bay on Thursday, and then they're in Vancouver, and then they're back on the road again next week. Columbus and Chicago will be in town. So we should see Kane back in the lineup. Now, the interesting thing, they've just made a couple of tweaks to the lineup here in the last couple of weeks, Yeah, and I think they might be on to something here. That's... Um, I'm a huge fan of that Nuge, uh, Costin, and Yanmark line. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the game on on Saturday night? I did. Yeah, that yeah. they're they're unbelievable. Like they they're playing the 200 foot game. Uh, I just I just, I really yeah, like that. Costin is a good player. I like I him. Enjoy him. Where he's, the hell did he come? He's from? been kicking around for a few years uh, in the AHL for. The Blues, I think. It was I think the Blues, I, I believe. Yeah, and then they he was on the AHL team here and came up because of the injury. They needed needed somebody like him, and he's really he's never taken advantage of his opportunities before, and now he uh, clearly is taking advantage. Yeah, he's so, found a spot and then earned go- his way onto the roster. Like I don't think they can send him down. When obviously Drysital, um, Hyman, and McDavid, so you got the, so you got two amazing lines, right? Kane is a top six player, so the interesting conversation right now is if Kane comes back, what do you do with him? Mm-hmm. Do you put him into the top six if those are your two your two lines, right? And yeah. I know I know they mix and match a bit, right? The best looking coach in the NHL flips around those top two lines every <laughs> once in yeah. a while. Um, but what do you do? I hope you don't send Costin down. I don't think they will. Um, They're saying out of the four players making less than a million dollars in cap hit, um, Devin Shore, Holloway, 
um, DeHarnay, Nimalin. Is that how you say his last name? Um, so it could be those guys. Um, Ryan Murray could go on long-term injured reserve. Okay. Uh, Pooley Arvey, obviously. There's Ooh. talk about moving him. <sighs> Pool party. Just Warren Fogle. You know McLovin? I like Fogle, though. I like his game. He's kind of hot and cold. Yeah. Sometimes he plays, and you're like, ah, that's what they need. And then he disappears for a while. I bet you pool party's trade bait right now. Could be Derek Ryan. Yeah. Derek Ryan. That's He's hot and cold mm-hmm. as well, right? It'll be interesting to see. And, I mean, obviously, the other thing, too, is I don't think Evander's not going to come back and he's not going to start lighting it up. He's going to need a, a couple of games to yeah, get his legs get back. His legs. <laughs> right? So um, it'll be interesting. Maybe they throw him in the bottom six and leave those two top lines intact, right? Yeah, maybe. Anyway. So Thursday, they're saying? They're saying... Not um, tomorrow night? Well, even some people are saying tomorrow night. Okay. Um, the story was was out that it was Thursday or Saturday, and then some people are saying, what about Tuesday? Maybe against the Kraken, so... All right. Yeah. Keep an eye out. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. You are the bouncers. I am the cooler. All you have to do is watch my back and each other's. Take out the trash. Some pictures from the set of the remake of Roadhouse released on the weekend. And I was surprised at how many people are angry that they're redoing that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think Roadhouse was a, a movie that you don't touch. I uh, mean, it is what it is. It's a unique movie. It's so cheesy. It's it's awesome, but but I think some of the uh, the hate for the change is the fact that it's Patrick Swayze and he had a huge following at the time and yeah, but it's not. It's a great it's not, point. It's it's not an untouchable movie. It's not Titanic. No. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's kind of one of those ones where if they remake it, it's like okay, I just like I'm not gonna watch it, but I'm not gonna be angry that they're. Remaking Roadhouse. It's a cult classic, though, yeah. right? Like, I, I, I guess I kind of understand, uh, but it's it's prime pickings for. So it's Jake Gyllenhaal. Did you see the pictures? Yeah, I did. And Conor McGregor's in it. He's all beefed up. He's been on steroids for the oh, last couple so of years. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, <laughs> like he's all meated up too. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, it's an Amazon movie. So does this. Destroy the possibility of Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor, um, ever doing another movie role again? Do you think he's going to be bad? I can't imagine him being good, but I guess we'll see. We can be surprised. You? I'm not sure because, like, uh, GSB. Sometimes wrestlers. I mean, he's a different kind of wrestler. Yeah. Sometimes they're they're surprisingly decent actors. They can be, but like The Rock. The Rock is a good actor. I'm basing it off diff- of like Conor McGregor. It's a bit of a loose cannon. A little like bit George of- St. Pierre, he was in a few movies after that. Yeah, but but he didn't have many speaking roles, did he? GSP is no, not. No, like he he, he was in the Captain America and. Uh, yeah, a couple he, of those, he was the bad guy. He'd do fight scenes and stuff, but he wasn't doing like speaking roles, right? No. Where I think this is a this Conor McGregor thing in Roadhouse is a significant role, mm-hmm. right? Has Conor McGregor been in any like I haven't seen him in anything, but maybe he's been in a couple of Irish films. I don't think so. No, this might be his. I think this is his debut. His debut. Yeah. Roadhouse is in a TV series. 
made an appearance on a TV like show. Like a brief, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I'll call it. I, because I, he's playing a character, mm-hmm. right? He's kind of, he was good at being the bad guy, and, and not that he wasn't suited for it, like from his personality type, yeah. but I think because he was kind of a heel, I know it's different than wrestling, but MMA, there, and he played a, he, he, he plays a role, yeah. I would not be surprised, Grant, if people see this and go, not bad. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Is there anything online about when this thing's... It's shooting right now. Are they trying to drop this thing this summer? It just says uh going to be released on Prime, but it doesn't say when. 2023. Yeah. So. I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. I won't be angry watching it because I wasn't... Like, I liked Roadhouse, but I'm not one of those guys that was like, I can't believe they're redoing it. Yeah. Sacrilege. But there was a sequel, and it wasn't good. Oh, was there? I don't remember Where that. Where the sequel was supposed Patrick to be... Patrick Swayze wasn't it? No, was it was he? supposed to be Patrick Swayze's son. Uh, oh, I remember that. Oh, yeah. that's right. That sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, it's See, not See, they've good. already done that, so they've already messed with it. But so if it's a sequel, yeah. it's not a remake. You can, they, they're calling this a reimaging, not a remake. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This is Show Local Some Lob with Colin Bruce from Colin Bruce Mortgage Team. Thank you for joining us today, my friend. Thanks, guys. Colin, I imagine you're probably pretty busy right now with renewals. Oh, well, you know what? With the rates going up, we are getting called like so many times a day asking about what to do because people's payments are significantly higher than what they were a few years ago. Right. Yeah. I mean, interest rates right. are up two percent, three percent. So yeah, we're people are feeling it. How does a renewal work if you want to move from one lender to another? Yeah, like with a renewal. So if you stay at your same lender, then of course all you have to do is re-sign. It's pretty easy. If you move lenders, there's a little bit of qualifying. You have to go through the paperwork. There's not too much, but there's no cost to switch. So I mean, it's worth looking at because you can save thousands of dollars in interest, and that's not so that- an exaggeration. Would that be to get a better rate? You'd switch lenders? Well, in most cases, like, okay, I'm, I'll say this. Typically, the lenders that you're with or somebody's with will not offer them the best rates because they already have them, right? More for convenience. Yeah, hey, take this higher interest rate just to re-sign, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where shopping does make sense. So you can, put, you can put the screws to them a bit, right? Like, hey. I'm getting this from this company, blah, blah. What are you going to do for me kind of thing? I've been here yep. a long time. Well, basically, yeah. And you know what? It's funny, even like we're finding sometimes we can go back to the client's same lender that they're with and get them a lower rate. That's just because of our volume, of course. But yeah. Oh, okay. We're paid on the the size, not the interest rate. So it kind of keeps it fairs, right? Banks are paid on the rate they sell you. That's a big difference. That's interesting um, that you have more luck getting a rate for somebody than the individual does. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, yeah, it's shopping in bulk. Like we're part of Dominion, which funded 74 billion last year. And then our office funded a billion. So yeah, it's, it's bulk. So the renewal process is one thing. Refinancing is another animal as well. And of course it's January. Uh, we were just talking before we started this interview about our, um, or our overindulgence on in December leading up to Christmas. And so if you're sitting on more debt right now, you might be looking at a refinancing option to bring your monthly, uh, nut down too. Absolutely. And you know what too, like if you're paying off higher interest credit cards, 16, 18, 20%, and you're putting them in the mortgage, right? I mean, 
if you put the mortgage over 30 years and you don't make any extra payments, it's like you've amortized your credit cards for 30 years, you know, but I mean, that's what the minimum payments are anyways, right? But if you can put it in your yeah. mortgage, put it at a lower interest rate, maybe just bump up your payments a little bit still. So your overall payments are lower. You can really get ahead. Any interest rate predictions for 2023? It's weird right now. See, the prime rate is at six four five, and so which makes an adjustable rate five three five. Prime's expected to go up another half a point this year, right? So, but we're getting five year fixed rates today as low as four point five nine percent. So okay. lower. I haven't seen that happen before. Not in a long, long time, right? You usually the adjustable rates are way lower than the fixed, so it's um. It's the benefit to taking the risk of the rates fluctuating and get a lower rate, but not right now. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, the one thing about the 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 housing market in Canada right now is it's definitely slowed down. I mean, that's that's just it's quite common for January to be to so people might be hanging on to do something in spring. Uh, but I've seen in my neighborhood, I've seen a lot of activity. I've seen signs going up. I'm walking the dog all the time, mm -hmm. and I'm seeing signs going up, and I'm seeing sold signs. So there is still some activity, and just based on what you said, it might be worth getting maybe a month or two head start on shopping or selling based on on these on these fixed rates well i think so because with a pre-approval you can get you locked in for four months and if rates drop you get the lower interest rate right mm. so but i mean too like just with the housing market we have actually been quite steady starting out and i think alberta is its own animal compared to toronto and vancouver right bc which is makes most of the headlines right so yeah i think alberta we're gonna have a good year i'm optimistic there we go i love it how do people find you colin yeah, if you want, just go to my website at colinbruce.ca. There's two L's in my name, or just call us at 436-2511, extension 302. And anything we talked about right now, Colin can get into the nitty-gritty, the, the details with you on, on that, more explanation. Everybody's situation is unique, right? Absolutely. You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast, making radio great again. Really, guys? Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.